This is JRD1016 on the Sleeper Streets, and you're listening to the All Formats Podcast. Unparalleled fantasy advice for hashtag all formats. Hey guys, welcome back to the All Formats Podcast. We finally get to wrapping up this wide receiver talk here. This is our final one, part four. It's your boy All Formats here. Uh, we got uh, the wise opinion one on the other side. Say what's up to the people, David. What's up, what's up? Hey, how you feel about our wide receivers so far? We went through three parts. We've been through, what, 17 names. We're going to drop the final six today. Uh, how are you feeling? Feel good, man. I, there's a top tier here, and then the rest are, are pretty good, too. Uh, so b- before we get to these final six, I, I just have a question, two questions for you before we get to these. In the, the Superflex League, round one, how many wide receivers do you see going? Ah, a lot. Uh, I'd have to look at my notes, man. It's a lot. Uh, I wouldn't – I I mean, we're going to get in the draft. We should probably do a draft recap after this, after the end. After we, oh. Let's go Let's go wide – let's finish the wide receivers. All right. Let's, let's, let's get these guys with – they're, they're dying to hear about tight ends. I, I know they like some tight ends. So okay. let's get So let's get them some of that stuff, and then we'll do a quick recap. All right. Hey, yo, I'm good. So we'll do the tight ends, and then we'll recap at the end of the tight end. All right, I'm on to that. All right, so you guys are listening to the first three parts. You know the format, so we're just gonna jump right into it with these last six names. And before you introduce the first guy, David, if you guys were listening back in part one, was it part one? I think it was part one. Or you were talking about your sleeper tight uh, wide receiver, or maybe oh, it was part part two that uh, Eric Izukanma. This is my sleeper right here from Boise State, Khalil. Go ahead, hit him with the with the numbers. Six six feet, one hundred ninety six pounds, twenty two years old, nineteen point six was a breakout age. 4.43 was his 40 time. 100.4 was his speed score. 120.7 was his burst score. All right. So, Khalil, uh, uh, how do you pronounce that? Shakir? Shaker? Doesn't Shakir, matter. Shakira. I, I like Shaker better because this is a player you want with the ball in the hand. Turn on the tape and he's just shaking defenders. He's going to make something happen. And that's really good. Whether it's a bubble screen, whether it's a slant, whether he's coming around the backfield, you're pitching it to him, he gets the ball in his hands, something's going to happen. Sweep screens, cross the middle, deep ball. He was asked to do it all there, and he was very successful in doing it all. All right? We, I talked about in part three about Jameson and being a Yak monster. This is Yak monster 2.0. Yards after catch. Get him the ball, and he's going to get yards. Um, he does have a small frame, average uh, speed. And average size, you know, that does translate to a slot receiver, wide receiver two on an NFL team. Um, and this past year, I hate to bring this up because I want to be positive about my sleeper. He had 10 drops this last year. One year, like coordination is bad. Now, he was peppered and fed a lot, but I can't really use that as an excuse. Um, for me, as my sleeper, I, I, I still want to draft him in, in all the late thirds that I have. But if an NFL team is going to determine his fantasy value, he needs a system and a coach to treat him like a Debo Samuel type player. No, I'm not calling him Debo, guys. Calm down. But he needs to be treated like that to maximize his fantasy potential. And he can do all those types of things. Hate handoffs from the line of scrimmage. Go across the middle. He can do all those things. So I want to see him be successful. It was tough watching him because he blended in with the blue field. You know, so that that man, that that Boise State. I don't know why they play on a blue field, but that, that's here or there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a whole different box yeah. of animals. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, I, I hate to disagree with you here, man, but 
here we go again with size. He's at least six feet. Oh, so he's, he's right there at that six feet, right. Um, that we want, but he looks smaller than six feet. Everything, everything on film was a bubble screen, him in the backfield as a running back. Um, he did a lot, I guess that you could say Percy Harvin stuff, but I don't, I would not put him in that Percy Harvin class. Uh, I just don't know if in today's age with all of that. Um, I know that Tyreek does a lot of that stuff. Uh, I know a lot of the other small receivers do that, but that's not consistent. That's not going to get you consistent fantasy points. I, I just like that it gives him value, though, to be on the field, to maximize, you know, the potential. He also has special teams value. Now, I know we're not talking so, special teams, but like he, when, once he makes the roster and becomes a part of the system, there's nothing wrong with him, you know, stealing some catches here or there. All right, you know what? Let's give him some more carries. Hey, let's get him the ball more. He gets the ball. Things happen. Things yeah. happen, but agree or disagree, most of his film was slants, bubble screens, and as a running back. He, he, he had a couple of – a flew across the middle, and he, he can catch a deep ball. 92% is, is, is jet sweeps and screens. Yes. Could you jump – manufacturing ways to get the ball in his hand. So could you judge route running based off of his film? No, no. That's, I had no route running notes there. Okay. Is he Antoine Randall? That I can see. That I would, I would allow. Okay, which I don't want on my roster. But he was successful. What was Randall? Well, man, I wish I had some stats for that. The back. Uh, we should what, go back and get yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Randall, L, come on. Was he? I mean, for a couple years, maybe, right? Hey, that's all but I he need. wasn't. Okay. Okay. So let me let me put it this way, though, too. So he's my sleeper, where I would like to take in the back of the third round. He will be on every single one of my best ball teams. Okay. Different format. I, I, I'm good with that. Yeah. I, so, so in best ball guys, dropped all these small guys. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, these are your okay. home run hitters. Yes, yes. And, and I apologize. I, I, I keep forgetting all formats. And, and, and for me, I'm just in a dynasty mindset and, and yeah. a standard league mindset. Best yeah. ball, different conversation. Yeah, yeah. So, all yeah. right. Who's and, again, and again, just before we leave, I, I'm going to miss. If I'm going to miss, and I miss a lot. Okay, but if I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna miss some small guys. It's just the way. This just 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 the way I do. Okay, uh, Romeo Dubs from Nevada is up next. He's six foot two, two hundred one pounds. His breakout age was nineteen point four. You ready for his forty time? Yes. It's four point seven two. Joe, you may be able to you may be able to run that in your sleep faster. 71.9 was the speed score. I don't have a burst core. I guess there's probably no burst at 4.72 and 40. But anyway, uh, what you got on what you got on film there, man? Uh, so this cat, uh, today is April 19th that we're recording this. He turned 22 six days ago, April 13th. Shout out to the April birthdays. Um, this guy was a high school running back. So I find it incredulous that he runs a 4.7, like you said, and then you turn on the tape. It's like, oh. Is it a 4.7 or a 4.9? Because it is not speed. Uh, he, he has size to be a, a dominant outside receiver. You, you call it out. You think, like, he has that. 
He's got reliable hands, good catch radius, but this dude is allergic to the middle of the field. He's allergic to contact. And when, when, if you can't outrun people and get away from them, which he couldn't do on on, on tape, then, yo, bro, it's going to be there. So he, he takes poor angles on routes, even at, before he gets the, the ball. And then when he has the ball, he, he no, this guy, I, I like him. I, I like the name. I like. I thought this was going to be something. And then when you dig into it, you see this. The so many different negatives. It's like I'm not putting them on a do not draft list. I learned my lesson, but I'm going to. I might. I might take Jerome Ford before I take this guy. And I love drafting receivers. So who's faster out of the locker room when he gets drafted on a team? His head coach or him? Probably the head coach. And it's- yeah, I, I would. I would think so. Yeah. We can move on here. Yeah. Okay. Not just me. So you saw the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Sky Moore. Uh oh. The sky. Western Michigan. 5'10, 195 pounds. He's 21 years old. Breakout age is 20 years old. He's 4.41 was his 40. 98.9 was the speed score. 121.2 was the burst score. Okay, so Sky Moore, he'll be 22 when the season starts. What I love the most about him is high school. He was a high school quarterback. Did you know that? I did. I saw that. Yep. Yeah. So the, the guy, the guy's smart. <laughs> I give him that. He's got NFL hands, and in this case, it's very specific. In three years, he had seven drops, whereas you know they were cats that had ten last year alone. In three years at wide receiver, he had seven drops. I went back and dug through the numbers. That's 30 games, 1,800 snaps, 171 receptions, and only seven drops. If that doesn't scream Larry Fitzgerald-type player to you, why not? He gets open. He, his catch radius is ridiculous. I like Sky Moore. Um, I don't like the small school, so how is that going to push him up? I, I, my note here says if he gets fourth or fifth round NFL draft capital, this is the guy I'm taking in every single one of my fourth rounds, sometimes third rounds, in fantasy and another guy that will be on all of my best ball teams so he is a guy is a twitter darling um the nfl likes him a lot from what i've seen he will he'll, he'll he won't go day three he'll go day two probably early day two by the way so i don't know if you're going to be depending on his adp i don't know if you're gonna be comfortable taking him i don't like small guys right um right. this guy though you look at his film he looks, he plays big, right? He's He's got some thickness to him. Yeah. I would take a chance. If we're going to take chances on small guys, I'll take a, I would take a chance here. Yeah. Um, he's, he's pretty, he's really good on film. I like him. I am worried about the school, but yeah. he, he played here's here. And here's one thing that I would tell you uh, about your, your uh, sleeper versus him. Okay. And you probably agree with me when I mentioned this, if you look at both films, you see Sky do everything, right? Right. You don't see Shakir do everything. You see, you see Shakir just do this the 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 bubble screens, but you see Sky. He's in, he lines up inside. He lines outside. He's running all the routes. He's blocking. He's catching every. So th- that's where I'm I'm I, I'm talking about when we're talking about what do the small guys do on film? Uh, I agree, and you know it says right here like he was like. He was physical, like you said, and, and hard to tackle. 
Um, another thing too, like remember I said he was a quarterback in high school. He also played defensive back, so you know he knows what the routes are supposed to be, which makes him a really good route runner. The the only difference between him and Khalil as a sleeper is because people know Sky Moore. They want Sky Moore. He's getting cap capital. That's the only reason he's not a quote unquote sleeper for me. He's a guy that you know draft capital is going to push him up in in every rookie draft. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you a question about Sky Moore. Yep. Asking as for a friend. Is he Steve Smith? So I was going to ask you a question too. I, I don't think he's Steve Smith. And I didn't see uh, what people are comparing him to because Buffalo supposedly likes him. And people are saying they see Stefan Diggs. Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't see that. I don't see Stefan Diggs. Yeah. But I didn't see Steve Smith. He's hard. He's hard. He's uh, hard to really. Uh, say who he is um it's hard for me to get a comparison on but i think he's a good player yeah. uh, i i think he's gonna go early second to mid second he will not go past the mid second and that will drive his draft capital up in dynasty drafts okay yeah the nfl likes him a lot yeah all right we will go to our next guy and this guy is from a school that Jerry loves. University of Arkansas. Traylon Burks. 22 years old. 20.5 was his breakout age. 20.5. 20.5 was his breakout age. He's six foot two. Six foot two. 225 pounds. 225 pounds. Oh, his my bad. 40 time. Uh-oh. 4.5 at the combine. His beast, his speed score was 106.4. His burst score was 117.1. Before you jump in here, I will if you if people have just been hiding under a rock lately and not paying attention, he is the most polarizing player being discussed going into the NFL in draft as far as it relates to fantasy pre-draft. Um, there's a lot out there about him, and we'll I'll let you start the film, and we'll just go with it from there. All right. So you guys have half an hour because we're about to get into it. What I love most about Traylon is what you just said. He's the most polarizing player. He is my wide receiver one in this class, but since everyone is so torn on him, I'm trading out of 1-1 one, one and dropping back into 1-3 and 1-4 and scooping up all the Traylons I can get. I moved into 1-1 one, one to go and get him, and, and more than one of my leagues. But the way everyone's knocking him down, and, and don't get me wrong, I like Garrett. I, I wouldn't make – if Garrett Wilson goes 1-1, Drake London goes 1-1, Brees Hall, Malik Willis, whatever, th that's on you. I get that. But so now I know I can trade down into the three to six range, pick up a 23 second, and then still get my guy that I trade up to 1-1 one, one to get. I'm going to do that all day. I, I heard it in your voice when you started talking about his 40 times. People can knock the 40 time all they want. But look at the game speed. And I implore all the listeners, when I'm done with this sentence, I want you to pause the podcast, go to your research database, check it on Twitter, go to YouTube, wherever you watch film, go to uh, September 18th, 2021, and turn on the Georgia Southern game. Don't give me that crap about Georgia Southern. I know they're small school. It's not about the, who they were playing. Watch him house this play in the third quarter, 91 yards, and he has clocked at 22.6 miles per hour, the highest in 
college football of any player last year. And the, the opponent doesn't matter. This is him running at, at full game speed with the stiff arm to throw the guys off. Don't give me that 40 time. Go watch Traylon Burks on film. I got a whole bunch of other notes, but that's all you guys need to do. You go turn that on and you're moving him up. He's one of the, your top three receivers in this class, if not the, the wide receiver one. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. <laughs> There's a lot there, right? Um, I definitely implore you to watch the film. Not a very good route runner. They didn't ask him to run routes. I don't know why they didn't. I, I, I know why they didn't ask him to, because he can't run routes. And that's a, uh, that with the analytics and the 40 time at the combine is concerning. Um, now, the film is good. No doubt. I mean, no one, anybody that watches the film and says that's not good doesn't know what they're seeing, right? It's good film. Um, it felt like a lot of highlight stuff to me, though. And I didn't think he blocked well. I didn't think he seemed always into the game. Um, you know, so, so, and then, and then when, hey, when you go to the combine, it's a job interview, right? You're, you got, you got at your size, at his size, at his game film, and what he's supposed to be, he cannot go to the, he cannot go to the combine and have that showing. Can't have it. So now, look, he can improve at route running, right? But if you have to teach him, we've seen in, in history with the wide receivers coming into drafts, if they can't do route running and they have to teach it, it's not an instant impact, right? So the ones that take longer to develop are the route runners. So keep that in mind when you're trying, when you're evaluating him. Um, sometimes they line them off two, two, two yards pat before the line of scrimmage, because I don't think they had confidence he can run around. So, um, but he did catch everything. He fought for everything. The Alabama game. I thought the Alabama game was, I, I don't care about no small school. I thought the Alabama game was impressive. Like he caught a slant pass and he was like three yards short of the, fir- of the first down. And he, and he dragged people. He dragged people three yards. It was, and I'm, I'm talking about at least three defenders for the first down. Um, if you haven't seen that, I would definitely go watch that. Uh, I didn't see drops. So I saw a dynamic player. Like he catches the ball and he doesn't look like on film. It's not four or five speed. It looks faster. But he goes to the combine, he runs four or five, and also he can't run routes. So a lot of the questions that people are asking is, and, and Joe's already said one of these, so I'll leave his name last, but is Traylon Burst and the Kill Harry? A lot of people say, hey, a lot of the stuff that Traylon had on film is what Nikhil Harry had on film. I'm not saying I agree with that, but a lot of people are saying that. People are saying he's Dwayne Bowe. And and you and you told me the other day. You, 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 now I don't know if you meant sarcastic. If you did, please please correct me. But you said he equaled Dwayne Bow. Oh, that was sarcasm. Okay, okay. So let's just say let's say it wasn't though, because they are similar body types, right? Dwayne Bow had forty four career touchdowns. 
He didn't have any more than 15. He only had one year in 2010 when he had 15 touchdowns. Every other year was like five, seven, four, five, three, and five. Okay. Yeah. Um, this draft, there are only probably two safe players in this draft that I think won't bust. Okay. I'm not trying to talk you out of this draft. First of all, no one's going to buy your picks anyway because people have heard the same thing I have that I'm saying. <laughs> You're not trading down right now. You're not trading for 23 picks because everybody knows that 23 draft is better. But this draft has a lot of boom bust players. Traylon Burks is number one as the most scariest prospect for me. So, are you, are you done? Yes. So, I, I laughed earlier because my dude comment, like, he is my wide receiver one, but I'm also a realist. And everything that I have right here on the negatives are things you talk about. He doesn't give 100% on all the plays, especially the ones he's not involved in. Um, and the route running is suspect. But I'm going to take you back. There was a wide receiver that came out. And you want to say Nikhil Harry. People want to say Dwayne Bow. I get that. But everything you just said, uh, he wasn't the best route runner. Uh, he didn't. He had a, a poor showing at the combine. Uh, he's good at deep threat. And he has good game film, but he didn't test well. You know, a lot of these things, no, these exact same things everyone was saying a few years ago about this one guy. I forgot his name, DK Metcalf. And look where that got them. You, it, it's all about turning on the film and what you see with your eyes. I do love analytics and I do love numbers. They're great. They're very helpful. But Traylon Burks is good at football, plain and simple. Can I, stop you, can, can I stop you for a second? Go ahead. I think you probably hit it there. DK. Yeah. yeah. But, people, but, but, but you don't love DK. Yeah, but, but, but look at what DK produces. What, what was he, uh, the, the, ninth, the ninth receiver off the board or 10, yeah, whatever? He, he, he fell to Sixty-four. Hey, 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 hey! Rankings and and what and that doesn't always tell the story. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm a decaf DK DK owner, and I would not draft. I would not draft DK today. Well, that's because he lost Russell Wilson. <laughs> okay, let I'm, I'm going to. I know. I, 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 I I'm going to say even if let's let's say Russell's still there. I'm not. Are you drafting? Let's go back to that. Russell is still on Seattle, and I think your listeners are going to agree here. If Russell's, Russell Wilson is on Seattle, are you going into a startup draft and drafting DK Metcalf? Um, why wouldn't you? If because he's a, the wide receiver one there. And I think Traylon, there's a lot of things that DK didn't do also. I, 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 I like Traylon better than I like DK. But, but if that's the cop we're going to, if we're going to talk about the, his negatives coming into the draft, it was the same thing that said about DK who showed up in Seattle and on fantasy rosters. So there's no reason to think Traylon can't do that when he's a better skilled player than DK was in college. That's debatable there. And I'm not saying I, I don't disagree with that aspect, but I really do think you hit it on the nail there with DK. Now, is he a little bit less of a DK and DK? That, that's here or there. Yeah. I, I'm just telling you from a fantasy dynasty perspective right now, like I got DK on my rosters. I'm trying to get him off my rosters and it's not, be, and I was doing that before they were moving Russell. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. He's just been hit. He just disappears too much. And, and he just, he doesn't, he's a guy that doesn't now a lot of these, it's unfair to DK. A lot of these players like Traylon and like DK, like Nikel, like Dwayne. They all have the size. They all have the film. 
right? But they just they just never they just never go to that level because sometimes they're not always interested or it is a combine score, right? Right. It's, you have the physical traits, but you just don't always want it. And I could see Traylon being that same type of player. It's unfair. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying he is right. I'm I'm not saying. I'm just saying that is a, a a big question for me when I go into a draft and need to select him. That has to be a big question on people's mind. You know, it, it, that may be unfair to him, but it, I just think that's where we are in the evaluation with Traylon. Yeah, and and I agree. So, like you was just saying about DK, like you're trying to get rid of him, right? Yes. And you could probably get a good return. Last year he was wide receiver 14. Year before that, wide receiver seven. So say I do go get my trade line. Say he is a DK. Obviously not the same player, but he is a DK. And in three years, he's given me a, a, a wide receiver one and two wide receiver two seasons. So why not? now? And now I feel about him the way you feel about DK. I could still sell him at wide receiver one prices. And now I'm in the 20, whatever, 2025, 2026 class. So I, I think Traylon, he's getting a bad rap because of those times. But the football skill and everything else is there. And it's going to translate to Sundays this fall. And I want to have him on my team when he starts putting it all together, as DK did halfway through year one. So you think this fall, with his route running, he's going to produce? Yes. What are you talking about producing? Um, 60 ball. He'll, he'll catch 60 balls this year. Minimal. But let's put him. Let's put him in a wide receiver perspective. Like, what is he a wide receiver two? Three? Hell, what? So let's see. Twenty. It'll be tough for me to get him up to twenty four. I could see anywhere from between twenty six and thirty four. He'll fall in that range as a rookie. Now I'm saying this right now with him not knowing when he's drafted. He goes to Green Bay in the first round. I'm, I'm obviously jumping that number. I don't think Green Bay or KC touch him with the uh, right running. No, no, I don't think they do. I'm just saying yeah. he goes to a situation where he is the guy and he has to get pepper with targets. Like we wouldn't have thought Scary Terry year one was going to do that, but there was no one else there. So he goes to a situation like that where he has to get the ball. But he goes to a, a situation where he's the compliment. He's the wide receiver two or the wide receiver three. He, I still think he catches 60 balls. He'll finish anywhere between 26 and 34, you know, in that top end wide receiver three range. And as a rookie. And then from there, it's just going to continue to go up. Okay. Okay. I got more notes if you want to keep going. You, 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 I don't know, man. It's just, I think he's going to learn. Were you concerned about them lining him off like two or three yards off the line of scrimmage? I thought that was weird. He took snaps out of the backfield. He, 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 they were just trying to get their best player moved around the field because Name another Arkansas player. Well, they got the running back. I can't think of his name running back. I'm ashamed because I'm a Debbie guy. I can't think of uh, his last name is Sanders. See, but so if, if, if defenses are keying on it and they're building uh, game scripts around him, you have to get innovative. It, was it smart? Probably not. Cause it, it does make him look not the greatest or like you're, they, they, they're worried about him, but it could be the scheming. I wasn't a coach. So I don't know. But in my head, I want to tell myself it was game plan scheme like that. So I feel more better about drafting him. <laughs> okay. And you're and you're willing to with all of the with the questions, because we 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 evaluate these receivers, most of them that we would have high now, 
And I think you would agree that he has a little bit more questions than the others, right? Now, and, and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying likeness or I understand this is your guy, but just from a question perspective of his overall game, we've talked about Wilson, we've talked about London, we've talked about Pickens, we talked about Jamison. He, he has the same amount of questions I have as Drake, as George, as Jamison. Garrett Wilson has zero questions. If I am if I am smart and chalk and conventional, I take Garrett Wilson with all the one ones. He, he's the he's the can't miss guy. It's like you're drafting Peyton Manning at the one two, and, and while the other guy took Ryan Lee, you know what you're going to get with Garrett Wilson. Now, two years ago, I proved, or three years ago, whenever it was, I proved to you guys I'm not conventional. I'm sitting at one two. Jonathan Dale is there. I take Ceedee Lamb two years later win championship i'm taking Traylon burks over garrett wilson garrett wilson is a safe play he's probably the smart boy i'm still taking Traylon burks but with the, with the questions but the question but but the questions with with jameson drake and who was the other one i miss i'm forgetting jameson drake and pickens are all ACL questions. They're, they're different questions, but they're still questions. It's injury ACL questions. It's not what, like those all three can run routes. Until they, until they can't. Trayon, he's, a, he's a, a mismatch nightmare for DBs. But so, so just, is, just, just put him on the field. But, so, but so is Jamison and Pickens and Drake that can run routes. Just get the ball to Traylon, and we'll see what happens. D- DK couldn't run routes coming into the league. I was out with him as a rookie. I was like, why would I draft this guy? I don't care what his six-pack looks like. But DK can run routes now. Okay. Yeah. What do we got next? Oh, some guy named Ty Fry Foggle. And it's not Fry's at McDonald's. Indiana, University of Indiana. He's 23 years old. Yikes. He's 21 years old, breakout age, 6'1, 204 pounds. 4.53 was a 40. 96.9 was a speed score. 129.8 was a burst score. So the reason I put him on here was for, was for one reason only. And you know, I don't like making comps. So when, you, when I say this guy's name, people, I'm not making a comparison at all. Uh, but Firefogel, he gets off the line well. He makes great catches when he gets the ball. He's a great blocker, but that's because of the offense he was in. So this was a run-first, option-led offense that didn't afford a lot of us opportunities to see his potential. So it got me thinking, could this guy have the Calvin Johnson effect? You know, remember at Georgia Tech, we didn't really know he was Megatron. They just ran that triple option. He was just a big receiver, and then he gets drafted, and you get Megatron. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but, I mean, he never recorded more than 50 catches in a season. I give him that. Um, it, he only had two of his 45 games where he, he had more than seven catches. But the tapes look good. The measurables look good. He's he got NFL wide receiver written all over him, so maybe we just didn't see it because of the option. I'm not saying he's going to be a big alpha. He's going to be the second coming. But if he's got wide receiver written over him. He gets drafted. He could be a starting wide receiver three or, or, or a slot guy on some team and just be a consistent player. That's why I wanted to make sure I dug into a tape just to see what he has there. And he, he has the makings to be a wide receiver. We just never got to see it at Indiana. 
Yeah, Indiana was did not do him any service. It's hard. It's it's hard. It's gonna be hard for an NFL GM to draft him because there's just very little film out there, and it's Indiana, and he, the quarterback situation was horrible. Um, I think he's an undrafted free agent at best. But he could be. But and I I think he goes away because if you go back to what four or five years ago. See, I hate doing see the comparison thing because once you say a name, people start thinking you're putting them together. But in in your this guy went is undrafted in rookie drafts because uh, I know in the 2019 rookie draft I snagged him in the fifth and that was Hunter Renfro and it took him years and now he's you know he's somebody he's not gonna I'm not thinking this guy's gonna catch a a hundred balls in the season but if he's undrafted in the NFL he latches onto a team you see wide receivers are getting opportunities everywhere just like running back and if he gets an opportunity I mean we saw. What was it two years ago? Who was the darling in Philly? Uh, why can't I think of his name? Slant Boy Jr. Oh, what was his name, David? I have no idea. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I can't think of it. And uh, uh, senior, the senior commission is going to kill me for that. But anyways, uh, Travis Fogel Jr., that's his name. He, he just popped onto the scene and then, you know, oh, started yes, yes, making yes. it around. So why, there's no reason that this guy gets undrafted. He, he's a wide receiver. So let's just, if he gets an opportunity, I will be interested in seeing it. If he gets drafted, I will, I will even be more interested in seeing what happens because they saw something that, that no one else saw. Right. But you're, you're probably talking late fourth, fifth round for, for people, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. And, or, or just pick him up off waivers. Yeah. yeah, sit on your tax squad. He may sit on your tax squad like everybody else sits on your tax squad. But, hey, you know, that's here or there. That's you were talking about taxes again. All right. No, no, one no, more no. guy. One more guy. Let's talk about these wide receivers. Wondell Robinson, University of Kentucky. He was a transfer from Nebraska. He's 21 years old. Why do I got a bad feeling here that this is a Kansas City Chief? <laughs> Man. 5'8", 178 pounds. Breakout age is 18.70. It's 40 times a 4.44. 85.3 was his speed score. 117.7 was his burst score. And I'll let you do the film. Um, so it's so much to break down on Juan Dale. He was a high school running back. And then you said he transferred from Nebraska. Well, in Nebraska, he played wide receiver and running back. So my question is this. This guy transferred to Kentucky to play wide receiver for Will Levis. I'm going to repeat that. He transferred to Kentucky to play wide receiver with Will Levis. I do. I did not understand that at all. At all. So he's only got one year as a full-time receiver. I feel like he's going to be a project at the next level. Is this like what happens when Kadarius Tony and Antonio Gibson have a baby? I, I, I don't know what Wondell Robinson is. It, from the tape, he's explosive. He's multidimensional. You know, he's got all those things, but go turn on the tape, David, and watch him with a lot of scrimmage. It's like a raggedy and all, and his, he's got T-Rex arms. So there's no catch radius there. Um, I, I, he's going to find fantasy relevancy. People drafted Rondell Moore last year. They drafted 2-2 Atwell last year. Uh, especially this guy goes to the Chiefs in the third round. Oh, my goodness. You know? But I just – I don't know – Remember we had the conversation about Antonio Gibbs a couple years ago, and I was like, eh, I'm off of him. He didn't get enough snaps at running back. Maybe that's where I'm at with Wandale, and then I could be totally wrong again, even though you told us to sell Gibson a few episodes ago. Yeah, he's explosive. Wandale's definitely – he's explosive. Um, again, though, it's – it's. I thought it was nothing but bubble screens, handoffs, out of the backfield, go routes. 
Um, he did catch a, a lot of long balls that he blew right by the defender, left them in dust by like five yards, um, which was impressive. Um, he's going to have uh, a little bit of fantasy relevance. Like he'll blow up. Like I feel like all these small guys do this. They have a couple good weeks and then you don't see them anymore. Mm. And that's when you sell, right? Like draft right. Wondell Robinson in the in the fourth round if you're dynasty drafts. Uh-huh. Let him go wherever he's gonna go and let him blow up those first two weeks and then sell him for a third. Don't get greedy, guys, and try to get a second. You're not getting a second. <laughs> sell for a third. It's still a win because you got him in the fourth round and call the day versus him being stuck on your roster. Yeah, because then when he gets hurt and then he misses the rest of the year and no one wants him now, and then he comes back and he's on special teams. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That, that's it for the wide receivers, right? Yeah, that's the last one. That's let's ju- let's jump into tight ends real quick. So I'll just – what I'm going to do is I'll go over the guys and be, be, instead of doing them individually because I kind of grouped a lot of them together. You jump in if you got something, but I'm just going to kind of give an overview of the position after you. Yeah. yeah, you go ahead and kill the tight end. I'll be honest. I watched tape on one, and it was just – I'm so turned off by these the class. So hit us with some tight ends. Kate, Kate Austin, University of Washington. Um, sorry, but I don't, I don't, ha- oh, sorry. He's 6'5, 247 uh, pounds. Charlie Kohler from Iowa State. He's 6'6, 256 pounds. Isaiah Likely, who's Coastal Carolina. He's 6'4, 240. Jake Ferguson, Wisconsin, 6'4, 244. Jalen Watermer was Texas AM, 6'5, 265 pounds. Jeremy Ruckert is OSU. 6'5", 250. Trey McBride was Colorado State, 6'3", 249. And then Peyton Hendershot, and I don't, from Indiana, I don't think I have his measurables. Um, let me look real quick. Sorry, guys. 6'4", 254. I will just say as an overview, just, I'll, I'll, I'll hit on some key stuff. Kate Otten was always injured. He's talented, but big, tight end, tight end body size but always injured. Kohler, Kohler was, uh, has a size, likely looks kind of small, more of an H-back for me. Jake Ferguson, he was uh, kind of a blocker. I kind of look, I kind of put him in the, uh, man, who's the second? Blake Bell. Um, Jeremy Ruckert's getting a lot of Twitter hype lately. Um, he just never, like, I would put him like in a tight end, late tight end two, early uh, uh uh late tight end two tight end three potential if he ever reaches it trey mcbride i thought he was a thumper um people think he's athletic i didn't see that uh he is supposedly the number one tight end in this class though that will go first peyton hendershot again was so tough just like the like Fro- froggle it was tough because he's in indiana but he's really really old that's another thing I'll highlight with tight ends. You don't get instant. It's very rare. There are these are these guys are not Kyle Pitts and Pratt Firemuth. Okay. There's not many tight ends that come into Dynasty drafts that are like that, except for Michael Mayer next year from the University of Notre Dame. But anyway, that's here or there. I cut that out. <laughs> these guys are not those guys. And normally it takes three years for tight ends to develop. Uh, my last note, well, there's two more notes. 
I like Jalen Watermeyer a lot. He was the he's out of all these tight ends, he's the most highly ranked and mo- is supposed to have the most buzz. But the problem is, I would not draft him. He is a guy that just did not look like interested in playing football this year on all of his film. Um, he and he also had a bad combine, so I wouldn't touch him. There is another tight end that's not on this list that is actually my number one tight end out of all of these guys. But I'm not going to give you his name. Tight end, Jelani Woods, University of Virginia. I'm not going to give you his name. Well, I will I tell just, you. I just gave the people his name. This guy. You don't give nobody no names. I will tell you the tight end. if, And obviously you'll know because you're in drafts with me. I will take the tight end. Joe may, may be right or maybe not be right. But the tight end is my number one tight end. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, any yeah, other? Like, any other? Any other things? Anything with that with the tight ends? It, just like I said. So like, I when I started to get the tape, I started at Jake Ferguson because going in, he was my tight end one to, to start. So I wanted to start there. And like you said about Bobby, like I I stopped. He he. It was George Kittle. It was just George Kittle. It was just George Kittle. But like, this guy, this guy's a lot of tackle. I was my tight end at. So like. I'm not saying I won't draft any. I play in one league that's tight end premium and you start two tight ends. So <laughs> tight ends are, they're a rare commodity. You got to get some. So I'm not saying I won't draft some of these guys, but in any, even in tight end premium league where last year you had uh, Kyle Pitts, Mr. All formats himself going inside the top five rookie picks, top three in most of them. And you see fire moves going in early second. If I see a tight end get taken before three twelve in any draft that I'm in, I would be shocked. Yeah. I'll give you one other name. Uh, I'm going to give you two more names, one a tight end and one a wide receiver. Jarrett Prince. He's a, low, a small school guy. He's getting some hype on Twitter. I saw him. He's a tight end. I, I think he's more of an H-back, but if he is a tight end, he's like Noah Gray. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the receiver that is also getting hyped that I, li- I kind of like a little bit, it's going to depend on his draft capital, but one guy's that that I would recommend the guys go watch on tape. Uh, Velas Jones from Tennessee. The only issue with him, though, is he's a fifth-year college player, and he's 25 years old. Ooh-wee. But he's very, very fast. And the little bit of film that I saw I like, and I do know he's had some visits with some good teams lately. Okay. All right. And then well, any other running back names that people should go watch some tape on? I think we covered most. If you got, I don't got anybody. If you do, if you might. I I just there's some names that I'm seeing out there on Twitter with a uh, sincere McCormack. People are loving or McCormack or whatever. Small um, guy. Yeah, I know. Small he guy. Some some visits. Um, at wide receiver, um, I don't really have some extra names. There was talk of Reggie Roberson from SMU, but I'm just, I, I did actually watch his tape, so I'm 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 I didn't get excited where I had to add him to the list, um, but. Draft capital might have me go revisit before the rookie draft starts. And then uh, Greg uh, Dulcich from UCLA tight end. Uh, it's another name I'm seeing going up, so I, I am going to dig into his tape because, again, I have to draft some tight ends. I have to pick some up uh, off waivers uh, and see who latches on. Uh, I still got cats from last year sitting on taxis. Uh, who's the guy that went to the Jets? I can't even think of his name anymore. I mean, I got these guys that are sitting out there on my things, but we know it takes two or three years for tight ends to hit. But when you're starting two tight ends, <laughs> you you got to start rostering them. So those are the guys, some extra guys. You got to go back and check some tape on. 
Um, I guess that does it for uh, rookie evaluations. Uh, we've hit quarterbacks. We've hit running backs. Uh, we talked a lot about Traylon Burke. I mean, I'm sorry, about wide receivers. Uh, <laughs> got a little bit of tight ends in there. Uh, you got anything else for the people before we sign off there, David? Yeah, let's go. Let's go pre-draft recap real quick. Get, give your, your wide receiver rankings, and then let's just give a quick – I know we're going to do a mock draft next week of some kind but that's not really our draft thoughts we can probably give a little adp i got a little i got a little adp uh stuff here too all right so the top five receivers we well uh, you guys probably know who the one is i, I still got Trelon at at one one um at number five is jameson williams at number four is pickens so between Trelon and pickens there's drake and wilson and if you ask me today it goes drake and wilson by the time I finish watching This Is Us tonight, it could be Wilson Drake. I, 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 I go back and forth as those are guys at two and three. So we'll call them two A and two B. All right. Wilson, number one. Williams, number two. Pickens, number three. London, number four. Burks, number five. Mm-hmm. That's my top five. Uh, safest players, number one. And Wilson. Riskiest player is number five in Burks. I'm I'm okay with it. So you asked how many receivers will go in Superflex right now, according to ADP. There are six receivers going in the first round at Superflex. Really? Six. Who are they? So Traylon, Garrett, London, Jameson, and Alave. I'm telling you, Alave's going to go higher than we think, man. I think I mentioned that on the last podcast, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's going to go higher in the NFL drafts. Uh, the NFL loves him. He's going to go higher. That's going to that's gonna bring up his draft capital. All right, so uh, before I give you mine, where are you getting this ADP information from? Uh... <laughs> oh, no, you know, you know, my bad, my bad, my bad, never mind. Yeah, so, I like anyway. y'all, but I don't know if I like y'all like that. Fair enough. So <laughs> hey, hey, it's not a makeup ADP, okay? I, I, no. I don't, I don't want people saying that. It's just, it's one of the resources I like. I don't want. I've been in some sites that say, ah, that guy's here. No, I gotta leave. I want to keep this site to myself. <laughs> so, fair enough. So I'll get, <laughs> I'll give you my ADPs then. So where I get mine from is I, I I'm, I'm trolling all the Twitter and Facebook pages. And as soon as I see a, a, a rookie mock draft, I jump in, then I record the results. So uh, at five uh, so far uh, that I've been a part of, and this is just ones that I've been a part of, not ones I'm just seeing out there. Uh, there's six wide receivers going, with Traylon Burks being the top one. Uh, he's gone as high as one and as low as four. Uh, then you got Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Jamison Williams, and then Chris Olave is the last receiver. He's gone, he's gone as high as nine, as low as 12. Um, I'm seeing... Malik Willis is, is he's gone as high as one as low as two. So he's he's the first quarterback off the board. I got Brees Hall. He's gone as high as one. He's also gone as low as eight. So you know people are trying to get to getting these receivers. Um, Isaiah Spillers and it's going actually above Kenneth Walker, which I am shocked at. Uh, Matt Corral and Kenny Pickett are the other quarterbacks going here in the first round. Uh, but right at the top of the second, it's my guy. It's George Pickens, it's Sam Howell, Jahan Dawson, Kyron Williams, Rashad White, David Bell. These guys are at the top of those second rounds. So I got even got Trey McBride going. He went as high as a pick 17. Uh, so I, I don't understand what that was about. 
So one guy that I know our listeners are, are interested in, Jahan Dotson, his ADP is going at number 17. Yeah, I, and, and the five I did, he's at 15.3. Yeah. And that's probably, I, I will snatch him there. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah I will, I will snatch it. Oh, at the two, three? Oh, all day. I just, I'm just a little worried that if landing spot will rise him up to somewhere that I won't want to take him. Yeah. Yeah. So, real quick, quarterbacks, been so long ago, so long ago. That podcast was, it seems like it was last year. And, okay. Yeah, they're, the momentum for the quarterbacks, in my opinion, are falling out where this we're not talking about top 10 in the NFL draft. We may not even be talking about top 15 in the NFL draft. Okay. They may not touch them until 20 into later first round. Some of them may even go second round. Where's that change in the guys that are in the ATP right now? Where does that, if that happens, what changes for you? If for me, yes, for me. So the biggest change is going to be for me is so like I'm in a couple of leagues where I'm trying to sell those one ones and one threes for cats that want to come off and get Malik. He doesn't go in that top 10 and he falls late first or something like there. And he's behind the guy like in that top 10, Detroit, Seattle, places where he could, he could be starting by week three. People will come up and get him in Superflex. If he's waiting a year or two, sit behind a Matt Ryan or somebody else. I mean, are people going to really want to come up and pay that price to come and get him? So it's going to change some of my, my trade strategies. It's not going to trade where, where I draft Sam Howe. Sam Howe's going to get drafted in the sixth round. I'm still taking him. I, I believe in him that much. And at this point, I'm committed to him. So so what what is post it? Let's say they go 20 and below. So what, is, me, what, is their, what is their post ADP? Who, who, oh, post draft ADP. So if, they, if, if there's no, none of these quarterbacks are taken in the top 20 NFL draft. I don't see any of them going in the first seven picks. Uh, you might get one in the first seven picks of Super Bowl, but the ADP will go eight and lower, all, all of them. Because it will push up. Unfortunately, and it sucks because people love, uh, I, I don't know who this guy is. He calls himself the wise opinion one on Twitter, but he says draft running backs in your rookie draft. Well, last year, a guy took Trey Sermon and won eight. So people do that. So if these quarterbacks fall in the NFL draft, it's going to push up Isaiah Spiller into the front half of the thing. It's going to push Kyron Williams and up into the first round. It's going to push Rashad White up into the first round because we want to get their running backs down. Right, right. Yeah. So I see Rashad White if he gets a good landing spot and it's before day three and the quarterbacks go top 20 and later, I see Rashad White as, as post-draft ADP as a first-round pick. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He would, he, he would be – he would probably be the fourth running back taken in the first round because they're still going to take Spiller in the first, Walker, Brees, and then White, yeah. And then Kyron right behind them. And how are you ranking the running backs again, just for listeners? Oh, I got Brees Hall at one, Kenneth Walker at two. That's all they need to know. Okay, so you're – okay. You would not – You would <laughs> hey, not – Tell go, go back and listen to the podcast. You would not take Spiller in the first round. No. Uh, no. Because if 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 it's the, if I'm at 110, 11, 12, and he is there, I would rather have my wide receiver four or five, and that's getting down to two, you know, pickings. And oh, I'd rather have cats like Alave. I would take David Bell before I would take Spiller off the board. Like I would take my top five receivers 
over the top two running backs in this class. But then I would take those two running backs next. But once we get to wide receiver six, over running back three all day. And that's where the David Bells start coming in, those players. So before let's, I get to Spiller, I'm, I'm drafting another running, uh, wide receiver. Let's say Buffalo drafts Isaiah Spiller. I'm not, that's not, I, I'm not a, except for my Josh Allen biases, I'm not just drafting guys because Buffalo took them. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, oh, so we'll, we'll, one thing, and then we'll, we'll stop. You mentioned uh, you mentioned David Bell, and that was great. Where do you have Jahan Dotson and David Bell? Uh, where, oh, where do I have them ranked? Yeah, where do you have them at? Right, now I got to open up my tiers because just for, just because Jahan Dotson is is seventeen in his ADP, David Bell is at twenty. Yeah, well, mine has yeah Dotson at fifteen and at fifteen and Bell at seventeen. See, so I would I would flip them. Well, that's that's what the ADP is. But I'm just saying, if it's if it's me, I'm flipping them. Yeah, I'm taking I'm drafting Bell before Dotson. Okay, that's I'm, all, I'm, yeah. I'm drafting Olave before Bell. Yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm drafting Bell before Dotson. I'm drafting him before a lot of these guys. All right, we he, probably he, went we probably went yeah. too long. <laughs> Here we are, one, two, three, four. So Dotson is five, Olave is six, Bell is seven, Dotson is eight. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jameson. Yeah, Jameson at five. So that moves Olave is my wide receiver six. David Bell is my wide receiver seven. Dodson is my wide receiver eight. So he's in there. All right. I mean, they're, they're close. Yeah, and I like them both. I would just, I would, for me, I just I would have have them flipped. Yeah, yeah. So would I. But people, and the, I love Dodson. I'm, I'm going up to Happy Valley this weekend. So uh, I, I think Dodson's good. I just, I, I want more Bell. I'm going to have all the Bells I can get. I'm I'm already manufacturing trades to get ahead of you in leagues we're in. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh man, you're the worst. So, all right, guys. Hey, I know we rambled at the end of this, but uh, you know, David and this Traylon talk got me hyped. But I got 30 minutes till this is us. So, anything else you want to drop for the people before uh, we sign off? No, I think we did ramble a little too on the end. I apologize, guys. I just wanted to cover some last uh, draft rankings and ADB. ADP yeah. questions there. All right. All right, guys. So stay tuned. Uh, we wrapped up all the, the rookie evaluations. Next, uh, listeners slide into the DM. So next week, we're going to do a two round mock draft. A uh, listener, uh, one of the leagues that one of our listeners is in. So we're going to mock out uh, round one and round two uh, for who, after evaluating those rosters and those team settings, this is the league I was telling you about that's starting two tight ends. So, and then we'll see who those, say who those GMs should take. So hopefully that league, uh, they get the rest of their league listening. And they enjoy it. Uh, we will be bringing back um, Mr. Hinky himself. Uh, so we're gonna have to do a th- little round robin. David will have one pick. I'll take one, and then Hinky will take one. And we'll go through there. We'll break down who they should be taking at those picks and why for that roster construct- construction, and try to build them a championship roster. So um, until then, this is me at all underscore format and at the Wise One Opinion. We'll be signing off. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you later. Peace. Later. Do you know who number 99 is for the Rams? Are you still calling DJ Moore a wide receiver one, though he's never finished higher than wide receiver 16 in four seasons, playing a minimum of 15 games each year? Is Kyle Pitts not your number one fantasy tight end? Are you still trying to get multiple firsts for Saquon Barkley? Did you acquire Zeke this offseason? Do you constantly have a top three rookie pick without any championships to go with it? Is your first name Jason? 
If you answered yes to any of these questions, it's time for you to either quit playing fantasy football or sign up now for the all-formats rookie draft package. Our experts will analyze your league, your settings, and your roster, and then provide you with sound analysis on how to proceed in your rookie draft. Are you new to a certain type of fantasy? Don't worry. We got best ball experts, single quarterback trophy winners, IDP league veterans, C2C lovers. You name the format, we have a professional for you. Even the dreaded redraft non-PPR leagues or even leagues with tickers, we got you covered. If you so, if you want to be competitive in your league or you're just tired of people keeping receipts for all your drafting failures, sign up now. All major credit cards accepted.